Everybody, or good night. I don't know when you're listening to this. I'm recording this in the evening time, in the night time. It's about 9 p.m. Not that it matters. But I figured today I would do a little bit because what I haven't talked about yet, what I haven't really discussed on any of these podcasts, is my trip across the country. Now, there's a lot that happened um, on that trip. And for, for those of you that don't know, in um, the end of 2018, I bought a camper and moved into it, put a little wood stove in it, and then took six months to drive across the country from New Brunswick to BC, lived in Tofino, BC for a while, uh, lived in Calgary for a while, and then just, yeah, spent, uh, took my time traveling across the country. So I figured what I would talk about today and potentially for a couple of episodes is the legs of the trip. Now, if you want some video of this. I'm not going to do video of these episodes only because I've talked about these a little bit um, in the, these these talks. Well, there these podcasts will probably go into a little greater depth of my trip than my videos on YouTube did, but you'll get to see them um, on YouTube. And if you have any questions, feel free to comment on those or uh, send me a message or uh, share share this podcast. You know what? Subscribe to both my YouTube, to this on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I would great uh, graciously appreciate it. Thank you ever so much. So getting started, when I left to go across the country. The the first sort of step, I uh, quit my job in Moncton where I was working at the time and I made my way to uh, made my way to Woodstock. My sister got engaged, I shot her engagement photos. And then the next morning, I left. So I woke up early. I remember it was raining. I didn't even say goodbye to any of my family. I just got up, packed up what I had left at the house and started driving. And I didn't really have a destination in mind. My entire trek, like driving across the country, I didn't really have a specific destination other than a few stops along the way. But a daily uh, agenda, or even a weekly agenda, I didn't have. I knew where I wanted to get to, which was the other side of the country, BC, but I didn't have a plan. For some people, that might terrify you. Uh, for other people, that might excite you. For me, it was quite exciting, but also simultaneously quite terrifying because I had never done, done anything like this before. Like, I'd lived in a, a bus, another story for another time, but I'd lived in a bus, but this was something where I was leaving home. I was going and, and and traveling across the country to places where if I broke down, I would may, may, maybe actually screw. Like, there may be, I'd have to call CA. I didn't even have CA. I'd have to call a tow truck. I'd have to figure things out. And luckily, I never had to. But um, the beginning of the trip, I left my parents' place in Woodstock and started driving. And I made it as far as Mount Carlton, and uh, that was sort of the, the goal for the day, I guess. With it raining and whatever, I was like, you know what, maybe I can hike a mountain, maybe whatever. So I did. Excuse me. So 
I made it to Mount Carl, and it, took, it seemed like it took forever. And when I got there, there were uh, trucks in the yard. There were some rangers there, and I went inside and spoke to them. And they told me that today, of all days, of course it was, today was the day that they were closing the park. Which, okay, for most people, you say thank you very much, and you turn around and leave. But I, I this was my, the beginning of my journey. This was the beginning of a trek for me. So I asked them, can I still go into the park? And they are like, I, we can't stop you. Like you, We just can't open the gate for you to actually go in. So I thanked them uh, very much. I went back to the truck, grabbed a few things, threw them in a bag, and started walking. Now, I had hiked uh, Mount Carlton only one time before, and that was a couple of years ago, or probably a few years prior to this trip, and I actually snowshoed it. So we drove in, took snowmobiles to the base of the mountain, and then snowshoed up and snowshoed back down. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal to hike in, hike up, hike back down. However, by the time I arrived, having left Woodstock early in the morning, I didn't know how little time I had to do the hike. When we snowshoed it, we arrived super, super early. It probably took four hours up and down. It wasn't a big deal. But the difference was the snowmobiles. At least I would think the difference was the snowmobiles because I was on the outskirts of Mount Carlton and I had to get to the base of the mountain. So I had a few kilometers walk to the base of the mountain and then to subsequently hike in and up, which I did. I, I got in and was freaking exhausted when I finally get to the base. But you know what? Hot, sweaty, tired, no matter I needed to do this. This was step one. This was out of my comfort zone. This was I was pushing myself even further. So with it raining, or at this time it was misting, and it was beautiful. There was there was leaves. It was about the middle of October, so there was leaves falling. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And I started hiking and hiking, and I got thirsty, which, of course, you would when you're hiking. And I took off my bag and sat down on a stump and looked at my bag, and I didn't have water. I remember prepping water when I was in the truck. I remember prepping a bottle, having it ready, and I was going to put it in my bag. But apparently, that's one of the things that I did not pack. But foolishly, somehow, I packed a, a little stove, a little camp stove, and a, uh, a, a pot to, to boil some water with. So that, that I guess that wasn't my intention. I don't know what my intention was. I think I brought soup. I think I had a can of soup with me. But I ended up finding a little brook running down the mountain. I was about halfway up by the time that I actually needed a drink. I needed to stop and do something, uh, do something to quench my thirst. And I scooped some water, boiled it, and took a drink, and then continued hiking. Um, I sort of just hoped because it wasn't very hot. I took off my jacket, tried to prevent myself from sweating too much or losing too much water and continued hiking. And as I hiked and kept getting higher and higher, I noticed that the sun was going down, that it was getting dark. And I guess it wasn't getting dark, but I could tell it was probably about three or four o'clock in the afternoon, which in October time, that means nightfall is coming very soon, especially if I've taken a couple hours to hike up it's going to take me a couple hours to hike back down, and I need to be out before nightfall. However, I wanted to at least make it to one peak. 
which I did. I made it to the first peak, and I forget what it's called. Um, there, actually, let me Google it right here. Mount Carlton Peaks. And so I, I just kept walking and hiking and hiking and hiking. And I made it to one of the peaks. I'm just waiting for this to load. I made it to one of the peaks and Mount Bailey, I think it was. I think. Don't quote me on that. Anyway, I made it to one of the peaks and it was not pretty. It was overcast. It was snow or not snowy, but it was misty and I couldn't see anything. It was just cloud cover the entire time. So I took a couple pictures, anticlimactic pictures, unfortunately, and started hiking back down to make it back to the truck. Which, again, just I was completely exhausted. I was parched. I stopped again on the way down to boil some water. And I was able to get some, just to make it, right? Because this, this was my trip. This was something that I had dreamed of since I was 21. I had talked about driving across the country. And it was finally something that I was able to, to do. So I hiked down, I made it down. I remember I made myself a peanut butter sandwich when I got back to the truck and I was wet and I was tired and I knew I couldn't park there for the night. I knew I wanted to get to get a little further. So I hopped in the driver's seat and I kept going and I made it uh, to another community. I think it was St. George and um I made it there and made it to a gas station and got a coffee because I was like, okay, I need to, I need to stay up if I'm going to make it anywhere. If I'm going to make it anywhere, I need to, to wake up a little bit. So I did, I got myself a coffee and then just kept driving. I didn't, again, I didn't really have a plan. I knew at this time I was going North cause I wasn't going to go through the state. So I had to go North to get to Quebec and then I would start heading West. So I just kept heading north and I'd never really been that far north I think Mount Carlton was really the the farthest north I'd ever been um aside from trips I had I had taken to Quebec but by myself it was the farthest north I had ever been so it was the first opportunity I had to go to Edmonston which I had never been to Edmonston New Brunswick so it was interesting to to be able to make it there and to park there at a Walmart parking lot for the night and Walmart was the anybody who's camped or has traveled knows that Walmart is sort of the safe haven for campers where when I lived in the bus when I lived in the camper I used Walmart so faithfully like it was the the one spot that I knew if I could find myself a Walmart I had a parking lot that I was safe in which is actually something different in BC. There are signs everywhere in BC uh, and a little bit in Alberta too, but mostly in BC where you see in Walmart parking lots that it is like two hour parking only or no overnight parking. And uh, there were a couple times where I ignored those signs, quite frankly, and just hoped that no one would come knocking, which they never did. But um, in, in the Maritimes, we're lucky. We don't have to deal with a lot of van dwellers uh, because we have winter, right? So I made it to Edmondson and um, I remember this was sort of like, uh, I don't know, it, it sort of set in. And I think there was a couple of times throughout the trip the uh, across the country that that I would just feel this, this weight of I'm alone. I'm on this journey. I have money in my bank. Like I had a decent amount of money in the bank, but I 
still needed to figure my way. I still needed to go and, and like what uh, every once in a while I just sit down and be like, what am I doing? Well, how am I going to like I my truck was 15 years old or 10 or 15 years old at the time and it may not have made it luckily it did make it the entire way spoiler alert but actually shortly after I got home it uh, I blew up the engine actually it might have been this year 2020 that I blew up the engine I don't remember if it was this year or last but regardless um, I made it to Edmondson and I parked there and, and sort of the weight set in of what I was doing that, that, okay, this is, this is for real. And, uh, along with Walmart being a safe haven, along with Walmart being a place where like, okay, I knew I was safe. It was somewhere where I was glad to be able to have to shop too, because a lot of my, uh, I didn't really want to find boutique as, as much as now I preach shopping local. It's hard to find local boutique, small shops when you're on the road. So Walmart was the safe haven for me buying groceries, for me buying toiletries, for anything that I needed. Walmart was key. So I went in, I grabbed some food. I remember I grabbed some cans of chunky soup and I had one for supper. And then that's when I just sat down and and sort of enjoyed it too, like as scary as it was and as um, scared as I was to continue on and to, to do this trek, I knew that I had it in me, you know, like I, I knew that I, I know holds barred, I knew once I crossed the border, actually I think it was once I was into Ontario, I was like, you know what, I'm almost halfway, I can't like there is no turning back I may as well keep going so I remember going to bed that night in Edmondston and just falling asleep to the sounds of cars nearby and the parking lot just slowly emptied and I was able to to drift off to sleep and that is sort of the the first leg of of the entire trip and that was me getting up north in northern New Brunswick and it's something that I now, like, I just sort of blazed through it at the time. Just like, okay, I'm on a mission. I need to get A to B. And although I did the hike at Mount Carlton, it was something that, like, I didn't pay attention to the scenery whatsoever. Whereas now, having seen, like, the rolling hills in BC and the rolling hills in Alberta, not not talking about the mountains, but the rolling hills are beautiful. They're, they're a little bigger in BC. When I was in Tofino, the rolling hills were more like small mountains. But here in New Brunswick, we have some absolutely beautiful scenery and beautiful trees and beautiful crops. That's something you don't really see across the country. Like you don't see all of those things together. Whereas in Saskatchewan and Manitoba, you see those, those crops together. And in Alberta, you see the mountains, and in BC, you definitely see the mountains. But but it's not really something we hear in New Brunswick specifically. It is just uh, I don't know why I can't think of the word. It's a telmambo. It's it's incredibly beautiful. So for the next few podcasts, I think, or maybe potentially intermittently, um, as I remember other stories, I will share these with you. Thank you for listening. And again, if you have not subscribed to uh, my YouTube channel or to this podcast, I would encourage you to do so. And please share this on your social media, um, as well as subscribing. I really appreciate it. That helps support me. And if you are 
wanting to help me if you've watched any of my homesteading stuffed or stuffed if you've watched any of my homesteading stuff and what I'm doing if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook already you'll see what I'm trying to build and what I'm trying to grow into and if you want to support me in that if you want to help financially there is a donate button on my website at benjcummings.com and I would definitely appreciate um, any pennies or any dollar amount would would help uh, an incredible telma um, I don't know why I'm thinking in French tonight. That's kind of weird. But thank you. I, I definitely appreciate you for listening. Thank, and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out privately. I'm always willing to chat.